This is in a six-pack broadcasting live on this Sunday, joined by Mad Chuck. Long time coming, Ooh. first time running and gunning. Yeah, I got legs now. I can run, <laughs> I got legs. <laughs> What's up, bro? Ah, not much. I've just been chilling. Um, kind of flung all the clips together. We bit we, last night. We, bit we spoke uh, in person, I think, for the first time on the uh, No Agenda New Year's Eve stream, yeah, or New that Year's. Was fucking, yeah, pissed. <laughs> that was good. That was fun. Man. It was a funny one. Yeah, there's loads of people on that. It was, it was amazing how well it worked uh, for that no agenda mm-hmm. New Year's stream because it was. I think we had at one point twenty five people in there, and everybody there was. Yeah, yeah it, nobody was stepping on each other too bad, which I'm notoriously bad for stepping on people. So, well, everyone had kind of reasonably sized amygdalas so they kind of they had respect for everyone else right i know i'm evil but i try to be good so you got you you brought some clips i am drained as hell as we talked about before we went live uh but you brought some clips so uh if you want to take the lead we got all kinds of stuff to talk about all kinds of chernobyl radiation we got like uh it's I don't know if it's uh, as spooky as gay frogs, but it's probably halfway there. Uh, it's definitely. It's. I think most of the animals in Chernobyl are, um, are uh, they them. So you know they're not gay, but it's <laughs> almost that. Basically, the whole the whole premise I had was recently you've had a couple of different uh, folk come on talk about um, mutants, especially mm-hmm. like uh, Dean Reiner and how like Dogman and all that. And all that stuff was super heavy, especially some of the testimonials. The brilliant, brilliant bit of uh, like the podcasts were fucking brilliant. But I wanted to come at it from like a a lighter sort of. There are genuine mutants out there, um, but the weird thing is, is that there could also be human mutants as well, like folk mm-hmm. that are ninety nine percent. Don't the same forget about as teenage as well. mutant ninja turtles. Exactly. Ah, man. There's turtles in Chernobyl. There's turtles in Chernobyl, man. They're swimming about in the radiated water and all that. But they don't like to eat pizza that much, which is... But I don't <laughs> think pizza's very... I don't like... But I don't know if pizza's very... Uh, what's the word? Um, Favourable in Ukraine, to be fair. I don't know. You don't live in Ukraine. No. So why do you care what what they think about pizza? Fuck the Ukraine. <laughs> Fuck the cops. Fuck them. Fuck them. I don't know. I think exactly. every single yeah, exactly. thing Fuck I've the seen. cops. Yeah. Fuck them. Thank you, Christopher Walken. <laughs> I think most of the things that they eat over there are just like really, really pink sausage. I don't <laughs> know if you've seen that one. I don't know. It's funny, man. And babushkas just make them shit. But yeah, I think uh, the first couple clips I've got are about um, like it was with Vice when Vice were actually good, um, and it was about uh, these two people that went over, and they were they just got fucking pissed and then tried to shoot some of the some of the mutants to get some yeah. nice mutant meat. Now, do you, so you want to you want me to go with the mutant clip set or the hunting clip set to start off? Hunting clip set. Hunting. I clip got set. you. I got you. While there was an initial boom in mutations and defects, most animals born today look completely normal. 
That being said, they aren't normal. They're still mutants. The rate of mutations has increased greatly as the radiation has directly affected their DNA. And just to be able to survive in this area now, they have to have mutated DNA. To be fair, that was the... These were clips I was going to play last, but thinking about it now, it makes more sense to play them first as a sort of exposition of what's actually happened to the to all the mutants and st- the animals and stuff like that that are left behind in Chernobyl. Like, they seem normal, but it's a case of, like, how are they fucking surviving in an environment that sh- they shouldn't be able to survive in in the first place? Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, I was actually talking to uh, not on the show, but just hanging out with Caleb when we were golfing yesterday. Talking about, it's like the Chernobyl thing. I mean, granted, these are the same people who say dinosaurs aren't real and the earth is flat. But <laughs> there's a lot of people that say that nuclear technology is fake and doesn't exist. Well, that's kind of, I kind of wanted to get into that as well. Because there's still people living in Chernobyl. And they're fine. Mm-hmm. And within a they couple months, people move back into Hiroshima and Nagasaki in Japan. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, man. And there's also the whole thing about um, nuclear energy actually being better than and cleaner than what we use now. If you, But that's a different rabbit hole, to be fair. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's like, how do you dispose of all this uranium and shit now that you've got it? It's just all lying about. But yeah, the the animals in Chernobyl were basically left there to fend. See how, like, what happened during lockdown and all that? How all these different cities ended up having animals that were native to that area come back in? Basically, that's what's happened to Chernobyl. But they're thriving within this environment that they technically should be dying in um, and have effectively become mutants. Like, if they were to come back to... So take, for example, wolves that are left over there. If they were to come and then try and mate with uh, wolves that had been out with the Chernobyl um, blast zone, pretty much, it would effectively change the DNA of those wolves that have been out there to be able to resist radiation to a certain extent. So that was the kind of hope. My whole idea of this episode was Dogman and all that. Man, you wouldn't want to come across one of them but mutants do genuinely exist. It might not be as fantastical, but their DNA is slowly being changed over time to be something completely different from the species that they were before. There's been, like, several horror movies, right, of radiated wolves and shit in Chernobyl, and uh, even outside of, like, radiated animals, we had Fukushima. Yeah. And that was... nothing's stopping there actually being a genuine werewolf somewhere in Chernobyl because it's fucking huge it's mm-hmm. huge like and there's so many places that humans can't go into but or maybe I don't know maybe they don't want you to go into those areas yeah because there's something lurking in there good point yeah it's like maybe there's something cool in there too they don't want us to find out about yeah so that's where they hide all the that's... gold yeah all that <laughs> all that World War 2 gold where the fuck's it gone man because it's huge, like, the area, the exclusion zone within Chernobyl is absolutely massive, and there was an entire forest that, um, after the blast, all the leaves ended up turning red because of the, uh, it might have been the plutonium, or the lead in the air or something like that, so there's something, like, 
a massive forest that you're no longer allowed to enter and it's full of animals. There must be some freaky shit there, man. Some freaky shit. So what I'm hearing you say is we need to make a uh, trip down to Chernobyl and investigate it ourselves. Yeah. Cryptozoology journalism. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's what you need, man. I'm all in. Yeah, I'm all in, man. I, that's, a, that's, a, that's a niche market. No one's <laughs> tapping into that stuff. <laughs> but if you if you if you play the next clip, I think it um, it details actually. I don't know. I've I've got. I think I've got them all backwards now. But I think it details kind of what that one they was talking about. What happened to to the animals originally? I think the second one talks about what it's like now. So what does this all mean? We never could have expected just how fast, if at all, wildlife would have returned to the radioactive Chernobyl zone, but alas, it has, and it appears that life is going on, for them, rather normally. Mm. Yeah, so it's... Rather it's normally. Weird. What does that mean? Rather normally. <laughs> this guy, man, he's, he, he's coming across all eco-friendly, but mm. uh, he knows. He knows. <laughs> it's just strange. Because if no one's allowed to go in, and technically, once you're in, like once you're in Chernobyl, you have to go through these sensors that detect how much radiation you've got on you. And if you've got a certain, um, like too much, for example, you have to essentially quarantine until that okay, leaves you, pretty much. So no one's allowed to enter without a permit, and no one's allowed to leave if they're too radiated. So stuff's going on down there, man. And it's near Russia as well. I don't think it's too near Russia, but it's over in that way. Yes, secretive. Boom. Yeah, yeah. I hope Biden brings it up. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? They just go on like an hour rant about Chernobyl. <laughs> Look, man, here's the deal. I I deserve the Chernobyl prize. Well, you know, I'm a really noble guy. So uh, <laughs> Chernobyl should belong to me, man. <laughs> exactly. Play oh, that man. next clip. See what he's got to say. All right. In fact, during the evacuation, about 1,200 people in the... I like the base back back in the... Yeah. It's weird they always had music beds. I don't understand yeah. why. In fact, during the evacuation, about 1,200 people in the exclusion zone refused to leave as a result of an invisible force, as what they described it. Now referred to as Chernobyl's babushkas, primarily because the remaining survivors are old women, these people live happy, functioning lives in the area. There are about 130 people currently living in the exclusion zone, but some humans might be able to adapt to it. And as we're seeing right now, wildlife creatures are adapting and potentially even developing genetic mutations that allow them to thrive in a radioactive zone. Yeah. Uh, what? Just, uh, yeah. It's mental, isn't it? There's like, there's videos of people sort of being in Chernobyl and then the outskirts of Chernobyl and there's a city called um, Pripyat that was basically heavily bombarded with all the radioactivity and there's still people living in these red zones as they call them and it's like really old dilapidated houses with a shitty fence a shitty garden loads of chickens and then like vegetables and stuff like that but they're all super super old and alcoholic so they're like their memory's not there anymore. And it's weird, man. They're like people. They're like aliens almost. How much would how much would it cost for you 
if you if you had to put a dollar number on it or a monetary number on it to go live at Chernobyl for a year. Well, it depends on how much you agree with Theodore Kaczynski, man. Because I think he'd do it for <laughs> free. Right. For a year. Um, I don't know, man. 50, 50 grand for a year? That's basically like you getting paid to... Well, let's say you're doing it on scientific grounds. You could get paid a shit ton for that. You just have to market it, market it correctly, pretty much. But part of me would love to live there for like... I'd do it for free, man. I think it'd be interesting. Probably die in like two years' time, but fuck <laughs> me, man. You'd see some shit. Yeah. Yeah, see, I think, it, I think it'd be worth it. For science. Yeah. Science will save us. Science will save Chernobyl. <laughs> but it's interesting in that clip that um, the people that stayed there referred to the radiation as a quote-unquote invisible enemy. Like, all this shit just ties back together. Like, what we've been experiencing for over the past, like, year and a half now. It's all an invisible enemy. So you wonder how much of it was, like, A, the government and Ukraine try to shield, shield itself from any backlash, and um, B, just straight-up fear-mongering. Because how mm. are they letting that yeah. much land just sit there? <laughs> what if you got a king? <laughs> what if you got, a, what if you got a, a, a royal nobility... To sit on a lazy boy, to sit on a lazy boy at Chernobyl, because then it'd be uh, then it'd be literally a noble in a chair at Chernobyl, be a Chernobyl, Chernobyl. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, what a zinger! Yeah. (laughs) Took a while to get there. (laughs) Share. What about share? What the singer? She's just sitting in the fucking chair. She's no ah oh, fuck it man what a, what a, I fucked that up but yeah <laughs> but some humans might be able to adapt to it and as we're seeing right now wildlife creatures are adapting and potentially even developing genetic mutations that allow them to thrive in a radioactive zone potentially man they potentially. definitely are a little a little bit of guesswork there you know we do what we can that's why someone needs to go down there. And like you were saying, spend the year. <laughs> Holy shit. How far, now, let me ask you this. You're uh, at least on the other side of the ocean. How far yeah. away of a drive is it to Chernobyl for oh, you? Oh, man, that's like... I'm from Scotland, so I'd have to drive down to England, get the ferry across to France, <laughs> drive through France, Germany, Belgium... Uh, yeah, it's like that'd be a good week and a half drive or something like that. And I don't know how I could do it. You're still closer than me, though. You're still closer than me. True. Nah, you just get a boat. You just get a rowboat, <laughs> like a Viking, and just roll. Get a little, little wee little boat, laddie. <laughs> Luck of the Irish, yes, yes. <laughs> nah, I well, think it. If I was to drive, that would be interesting. But it's a case of like having to go through all the fucking. Bullshit that's happening now, anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a whole nother. You get stopped all the time. Yeah, you're right. I just, show, I just show my science card and go, ah, oh, right, go right ahead, man. <laughs> I'm not even a scientist, but I'm, <laughs> I make one up. Come on through, Daddy. That's the thing as well. Like, 
just a sidebar, I suppose, but like all the all the vaccines and stuff like that, if it's if it's directly changing your DNA, then there's going to be human mutants walking about the streets. Why do you think X-Men and all that are so fucking, like, predictive programming? It's going to get yeah. crazy. That's going to get wild for sure. Yeah, I got, uh, I got one more for me on this folder, then we can move on to the new one. Yeah, do it. I'm barely holding it together here, I'll be honest. Here we go. <laughs> Chernobyl, it's empty now. You know that, right? Because they had the reaction. Yeah, I know. Okay, so they had a bad reaction to radiation. <laughs> Is there a good reaction to radiation? I guess chemo. Yeah. Well, you stick some bug, thought... bug poison in your veins, you know, and hope it kills the cancer before it kills you. Yeah, you know what to do. Make your own body fight itself. That's that's always a good thing to do, man. No, oh, yeah, always. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a man tone in two is no man at all. No man's land. So it's totally deserted, right? But then all the wolves and the bears came. So you've got like three-eyed wolves and like five-legged bears that are in. Is that? Can you fact check for me, real quick? No, he's fuck. He's fucking wrong, man. He's wrong. Are there five-legged well, bears and three-eyed wolves and whatever? Well, the weird thing was is that farmers and stuff like that were having, they had lo- loads of cattle, and the cattle that were being born after the Chernobyl disaster had legs and stuff growing out the side of their heads. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't, man. Look, uh, there's like crazy pictures of like kids that were born after the Chernobyl disaster. Like, they're fucked up, man. But they're human mutants. Is this a bad thing? Why, like, just let, let's look at it from this perspective. Is it the, is it a bad thing to have extra arms because that means you can do three times as many, th- or an extra thing, not three times as yeah. many, you can do an extra thing. Do you, th- do you think as well, if you had three arms, you've had, you'd have, like, more brain power and more blood? Like, you'd be superior in many different ways, surely, if it would all worked properly. If all the if, neurons... That's a big if. If. And if it works properly. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think it did for many of the people. Right. In Chernobyl, I don't think it did. <laughs> but then it, it's still weird, man, because it's like people moved back and they were fine. So is it a case of like... you See how when you're climbing something and you slowly acclimatise yourself to the height and gets the same, like you go in a pod with so much radiation... You get used to that, and then you go into one with more. And over time, you're immune to radiation. I think that's my main question, man. How do you become immune to radiation so you can just walk about when everything else collapses? Does that make sense? Like when when all all the nukes go off, you just walk around, and you're fine. Dude, I had a dream, uh, like, early last year. It was like one of the most vivid dreams I've ever had. Like everybody was panicking, running around the streets, uh, people killing each other, nuclear bombs incoming, Jesus, blah, blah, blah. And it was super vivid. But it was like one of the best dreams I've ever had. It was like so pleasant. And I just put my earbuds in and I was listening. To, I can't wow. remember what song it was, but I was just listened to this like real happy, fun song. And I just walked up to the hill at the top of the ca- I was living in Kingston. At the time, and I walked mm. up to the top of the hill, 
and just fucking watch the nukes just start destroying everything while I was listening to music in my headphones. Holy shit. It was wild. Holy shit. What what music were you listening to? Uh, What was it? It might have been My Morning Jacket or something. I don't know. It was something chill. It was like just happy. Yeah. Kind of happy-go-lucky music. That's, man. That's probably the way to do it if it ever does all kick off. Yeah. Just go go up to the mountains and watch the shit go down and eat some Snickers bars and drink you some... film as well? When a meteor hits and they all go up to like the a really high point and all the cars are there because it's on a road. And they all watch like tsunamis hitting and shit like that. (laughs) Was that 2012 or something? I think it's got like Stephen... What's his name? Bacon. Something Bacon. Kevin Bacon? Kevin Bacon. I think he might be. I don't know. I think I'm wrong. It's like an apocalyptic film. But that's the way to do it. If it was all to kick off, fuck it. You just... Oh, yeah. Get... You get super, super drunk and then just listen to some music. I do. I only have one Kevin Bacon clip, but this is it. You don't know shit because you never been fucked in the ass. Was it that Kevin Bacon? I think so. I think he said that in an advert before. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. Is it? Yeah. I think um, if it was to all kick off... <sighs> I think I'd probably drive soup, like drive the opposite way up the motorway as all these people are trying to get out of the city. <laughs> and I'd I'd stop them all. I'd be like, oh, fucking. I think that'd be funny. <laughs> cause one more bit of, one more bit of annoyance to everyone else before, before it all goes. Because yeah. then, <laughs> yeah. then, but that's, that's the fucked up thing. They wouldn't be focused on the fact that nukes about to explode to be focused on the fuckhead driving the opposite way. They'd be like, ah, oh, you see that? Ah, oh, you see that fucking dickhead about ten miles back driving into this? Yeah, I did. <laughs> and they'd, they'd completely forget what they were afraid of. That's a good point. Yeah, no, it's. And I, I just think it'd be fun to just troll people. Like, if the world's actually ending, <laughs> like the the potential for trolling people would be off the Richter scale. Like, you could do whatever people you want. Posting wanted. about it on Twitter. Yeah, not in a bad just, way, yeah. but like not in a not in a devious way. But you could just troll people way more successfully. Yeah, like, It'd be great. What the f- What are you on about? What nukes? Oh, it was on the news. Ah, do you believe <laughs> the news, though? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I didn't see that in what the paper nukes? today. Who's doing it? Russia? Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> don't be shit. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. He's so fucked. It's uh, I can't believe watching it as like a, a third party. It's like <sighs> if anyone if anyone still believes that politicians have any form of power, then I think it's they'll never realize. They'll never realize. Do you think Trump had any kind of uh, power? Because it seemed like they hated him, or was he controlled opposition? I think he was controlled opposition, and that's probably yeah, yeah. pretty unpopular. It's a, that's a high likelihood. I've always thought that, but I I have hope that <laughs> someone who's right, not look, controlled I, opposition could actually win an election, but I don't think it's likely. I don't know, man. But the thing with like Ron DeSantis as well is like, I'm pretty sure he was a. Uh, what was that uh, thing that the Bushes were all into? Oh, Skull and Bones. Like the. 
Yeah, I think I might be wrong. I might be wrong on that, but I think he's skull and bones. Let's Google it. Consult the book of knowledge. Ron DeSantis. Skull. The thing with Trump is. Uh, Trump was a <laughs> a Scottish Rite Freemason, right? Is that, that's what I hear anyway? Yeah, we we because uh, he was Scottish, right? Up here, we uh, I met with him personally, and you know, kind of, I gave him a blessing. I was like, "Yeah, you're all right, man." But if you, if you're driving around the Highlands of Scotland, you'll find like in little towns, free Freemasonic lodges. It's funny, man. Hmm. I probably should duck duck go this because Google ain't bringing up shit. If Ron DeSantis is skull and bones, we got issues. I had that on no agenda social, so <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't read it. I just went, yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, let's check Reddit. The other book of knowledge. Is there mm. any information if Ron DeSantis is a Skull and Bones member? He did go to Yale, which is a check plus positive, but that doesn't really mean he's Skull and Bones. No, loads of people go to Yale. Yeah, like a rebel Yale. I mean, if you have to, if if you have to dig that hard to try and find it, then it's probably not true. Because the left would most likely be all over it in, in terms of... But then... I'm not seeing it. I was. I, he might yeah. not be. But, I mean, maybe nah, they just buried uh, it. I don't know. Nah, I think it's probably wrong. I think it's probably wrong. <laughs> it's probably Ron DeSantis. Yeah. Who was the other guy? He was like all for gold, be, gold being backed up. No, money being backed up by gold. Damn. Ron Paul? Ron Paul, yeah, there we go. There's I another love Ron. Ron Paul. He wouldn't have fucking bunk. brilliant. Don't ruin him. No, for no, him. he no, he he's legit, man. I think he's legit. Yeah, his kid Rand is okay, but Ron is where it's at. He named. Man, his, he had a stroke alive Rand. on the air on the Liberty Reporter, wherever his show is, and it was hard to I think watch. You're so tired. You're gonna have a you're gonna have a stroke on the on the podcast, man. I'll be honest, man. <laughs> I've been through. like, I've already kind of. Semi dozed off twice during this. <laughs> I might end up bailing early because I nah, need fair, I need a fucking nap in a bad way. <laughs> I'm, but, I'm running I'm on not... two hours of sleep. Um, you want to go through some more of these clips and uh, we can maybe yeah keep going on with those. Um, just finish the uh, uh, hunting clips. That used to be a whole village, and they buried the village. Right, right, right. The big elements of the houses were buried there. Oh, yeah. Left side on the hill. Wait, I'm going to have to hear that again. I don't know what the fuck just happened. Yeah, that... That used to be a whole village, and they that. buried the village. Right, right, right. The big elements of the houses were buried there. Oh, yeah. Left side on the hill. So they're driving into, into Chernobyl, and then they're driving through it. And what happened was all these small little villages that were on the outskirts, they buried them. Like, they just fucking buried these villages, man. So... Like Gobekli Tepe almost, where it's like deliberately buried. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so mm. there's like the street outline is still there, just like in uh, Gobekli Tepe. But the buildings are gone. So the grass is all grown in these certain areas, but the tarmac roads are still there. So it's like a ghost village that's no longer there. There's so many strange things within that, within Chernobyl. Yeah, what did you think of the show, the TV show Chernobyl that they made like a year or two ago? I what's it on Amazon? I don't have a... It looked like bullshit, but it was like, we're going to make this really scary. That was the premise. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen it. 
Mm. Um, I like some of the actors. That are I think Noah Jinda actually actors, covered it. I think they, they talked about it. Uh, it's ba- it seemed like a anti-nuclear energy propaganda. Yes, it probably said. was. Yeah. It probably was. And if when we... Perhaps this is me talking to future me, but that's something <laughs> also that could be brought up, the whole anti-nuclear um, energy stuff. Because that ties directly into the whole Chernobyl thing to begin with. Ooh, yeah. Okay. We're going to have to bring that in for the uh, second half of this show. On another yeah. Day. You, you know, be, uh, interesting. have you seen uh, Cloud Atlas? No, I haven't. It's really... It's Tom Hanks, Halle Berry. Who else is in that? A handful of other people. Keith David. Um, but it's... It's it's the Wachowski brothers mm. who are... But, but by the time they made it, they were the Wachowski Sixters because one of them transitioned and then the other one transitioned. Oh, so now yeah. With, yeah, yeah. Now they're the Wachowski yeah. Sisters, even though the uh, Wachowski Brothers is who made the Matrix. Now they're Alleged. the Wachowski Sisters. It's Allegedly. R- crazy. I don't even know what's going on with that. But Claude Atlas had one of the... Um, it's basically like six different movies combined into one or six different stories, but they all loosely tie into each other and it kind of... Outline of the movie shows how throughout history, going from like the 1800s all the way to like you know the year 2400 or whatever it was, mm. there's six different six or eight different stories going on. But it's uh, kind of shows how each person, how what you do in this era and what happens in this era affects 200 years from now. And yeah, like uh, the butterfly effect. Butterfly effect, exactly, yeah. And so one of the things uh, in the 70s that was going on was a nuclear or a a gasoline company bought out a nuclear energy plant and they intentionally try to blow up the (laughs) nuclear energy plant to discredit nuclear energies to keep fossil fuels going, which Mm. I I thought that was... I I mean, it's definitely like... um, I don't think there's anything wrong with fossil fuels, but I did like that plot point. Yeah. No, but they'd, they'd love to hold a... It's it's the most reliable source that we've got at the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and anything to do with solar and, and all the rest of it needs fossil fuels to be able to actually make... Like, the amount of fucking work that goes into making a, a solar panel is tied directly to oil and all that shit. But nuclear energy is something that it's kind of bad. Like it gets passed over a lot, and I think it's a case of like it's probably so um, difficult to handle because we haven't got the technology there. But it could be super, super useful. Yeah, I I don't know what I I mean. I have no real opinion on it because I've heard like my flat earther friends that I talk to say that nuclear energy and nuclear weapons don't exist. So. I don't know, yeah. but but uh, I know. Assuming that nuclear energy and nuclear weapons exist, which is likely, Alcon's razor, I would say, is they're probably real. I but think they don't uh, have as many as they say they do. I think that's. I don't think they have as like fucking what thousands and thousands of nuclear warheads. I think they probably have five. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, if they had one, why not make a uh, one million? You know, it's like once you can do it, true, you're going to keep doing true. it. Yeah. I know, why? But then it's like, now you've got all these them sitting around all the time. 
do they do you have to eventually <laughs> use them or like what happens <laughs> yeah because they're not cheap to make they're not cheap to make it's like there's no point making millions and millions of them i think especially within like the 70s like the cold war it was used more as a scare tactic so how legit it is i don't know yeah, and it's weird that the North Korea, like, nuclear, oh, they're about to get, or yeah. Iran, Iran and North Korea, it's like, oh, they're about to get a nuke, they're about to get a nuke, everybody's got to freak out. And it's yeah, like, it's, it seems like it, you could easily just make all that bullshit up just to get people scared. So I'm on board yeah. with that part of it, but it's a whole nother leap, and I'm not saying it's not true. I know Abel Kirby will probably... uh <laughs> I hate me for entertaining this idea, but I think there is a chance that nuclear energy and nuclear weapons are fake. Now, how much, if I had to bet money on it in Vegas, because uh, I've seen arguments on both yeah. sides, if I had to put money on it, I'm going to go with that they're real. But I'm not, I, I am not married to the idea that they exist. Just like the, I'm yeah. not married to the idea that the earth is a ball. Hmm. It would be but if I had to bet money absolute... in Vegas, I'm going to say nukes are real, dinosaurs used to exist, and the Earth is a ball. Yeah. Got in my head. But, but I'm not but married. it's fun to entertain. Yeah. yeah. It's a good, some thought. Of the, some it's of a good the... thought exercise. Yeah. I mean, it would be an absolute masterstroke in propaganda to, come up, come, to be able to come up with um, this massive bomb that can brace, basically destroy all life, right. and that somehow humans were able to create it. Within a small, somewhere like a small underground lab or whatever in fucking New York, it's. Uh, I did it here too. Uh, Oak Ridge Manhattan Project, about twenty minutes from where I live, uh, is uh, Oak Ridge in Manhattan. Uh, my gr- I, my shit. my grand my granddad uh, when he because he lived to be about ninety five ninety six maybe more <laughs> than that, and uh, he he was when he was a kid it was the wheat community. Or I guess he was, you know, high school age. I guess at that point, I don't know. My timeline's off on it, but he, the, the, uh, the, the wheat community is the, in in Oak Ridge. Yeah. Like the government just came in and said, "You guys can't live here anymore. We need this for uh, uh, research to build labs to fight World War Two." And they paid okay. everybody. They kicked everybody out that lived there, and they they kicked them out, and they paid them pennies on the dollar of what the land was worth. Holy shit! It's a uh, wheat. Well, yeah, the wheat community. Pretty crazy. Um, guess, it, it, guess what they did in Chernobyl? What? They forcibly evacuated everyone. And after said, or before the... Uh, after. After. So it's a case of like... It would be creepier if it was before because then it'd be like, oh. Yeah, yeah. That would, <laughs> yep. Man, if it was before, that would be a completely different story. Holy right. shit. That's fucked though because that, that would have been family land for generations. Generations. Mm-hmm. Well, it was that, family man. land for a couple of generations where uh, in wheat where my grandparents came from, but uh, it was not that many generations because they stole it from the Indians. So You need to apologize for that, man. Yeah. I don't know why you're talking about it. You have to be groveling at your feet. Uh, yeah, I got Elizabeth feet. Warren on speed dial for that. So. Ah, cool, cool. I'm sorry, ma'am. Yeah, that's all right, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's totally... Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck that shit. That's fucking... <laughs> You guys get bombarded with some amount of piss over there, by the way. And I'm not saying that Britain's any better. Like, shit. You get some amount of shit in the media. I'm not saying 
like UK is oh, any better, but I think we've got it easy compared to you guys. Well, at least the BBC was on an, honest enough on 9-11 to have Building 7 still standing upright in the background when they said it had fallen. <laughs> like, over here, they just go like, oh. Have you, <laughs> ah, man, have you seen the video of, like, um, all these different morning shows before the before 9-11 happened? And they're all basically foreboding about something dangerous about to happen. Oh, like, uh, there was the X-Files spinoff was the big one that I remember. Um, what was the name of that? The Lone Gunman. And the, it was um, like late 90s and it was, or maybe early mm. 2000, like 2000, like 1999, oh, 2000. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole yep. plot of like the whole season of one of those seasons they did on the Lone Gunman, which is that, it was like the IT nerd guys, the characters mm. from the X-Files that were like the computer guys. They had their yeah. own spinoff show. And the whole premise of a whole season was they're gonna fly planes into the world trade center it's fucking crazy man yeah like predict simpsons predicted it too. yeah yeah they had the poster yeah yeah bart simpson done it man i know i know that fucker did it he on his <laughs> skateboard he flew right into it <laughs> you know the title sequence where he's on his skateboard and all that it just cut straight to him going fucking straight into the net I don't know. Dude, how about that painting that Jeffrey Epstein had in his fucking house? Well, I haven't seen that. Well, there was Wait, a painting. There was a the the painting that everybody knows is Bill Clinton in the blue dress with the red high heels. It's like yeah, in, that's in Jeffrey Epstein's creepy, house. Man. But the other that's one fucking... that people don't not oh. as many people know about is George Bush with like yeah. a you, you know the game Jenga? And and he's got the paper airplane. He's got the paper airplanes. Yeah, what the I look, fuck? I looked up. I looked up just there. I, I fucking, I that that got memory hold for me. I completely forgot about that. That's crazy. Fuck, man. And we know yeah, for is... a fact that Israel and Saudi Arabia fucking were behind those attacks in in coalition with the CIA. So it's like, yeah, yeah I mean, when you have Jeffrey Epstein, who was a confirmed Mossad agent, allegedly, yeah. Yeah. And who is probably yeah, still alive <laughs> has that painting in his house. You're like, what the fuck? It's almost like a fuck now, you. It's like that p- painting of B- George Bush and that painting of Bill Clinton it is on his wall is just 100%. basically like, I got you by the balls, motherfuckers. Like that's yeah. But I think I think it's like a nut flex. It's like well. flexing his nuts with those paintings. <laughs> his nuts are fucking drained. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, man, fuck. But it's like. I think it's also a, a wider, just a general fuck you to like the American population. Almost, not only yeah. am I, am I entangled within all these high society folk, but I'm also like behind the scenes blackmailing them. And you guys have no idea. Like, I don't know. Epstein was probably just the the tip of the iceberg. Definitely was the tip of the iceberg. Oh yeah, and I mean, and we the. Uh supposed photos of him his body getting rolled out didn't look like him like did you see what he looked like i mean look at that face yeah. it didn't look like epstein at all yeah the earlobes and all that were different everything yeah. was his nose was different the week yeah. that epstein death quote-unquote happened adam and john well i don't know about john but adam on no agenda said exactly what i was thinking it was like this wasn't an execution this was an extraction yeah um yeah. No, they're getting him out there. He's, the, he, guy definitely had a dead man switch. Yeah. You, you, 
You when you have that much dirt on these many powerful people, that you're not gonna you're gonna have some contingency plans set up with Dead Man's Wish, like you said, mm. to make sure that nothing bad happens to you. I mean, right. that's like Occ- Occam's Razor is clearly that the dude was like, if if he did have all that dirt on all those people, which it seems pretty obvious yeah. that yeah. he did, yeah, they're not gonna fucking let that guy die because then he's gonna. He's going to have, like you said, a dead man's wish to have all that sh- dirt get released. Yeah. The strange thing as well that is that other folk, he probably had like other people above him that had dirt on him as well. Like, mm-hmm. like the media, for example, they probably knew, but they were probably getting backhanders and like, yeah, yeah, we'll do this, we'll do that for you. But if they were to let that whole thing go, at like literally the tip of a hat then they could have like they must have known about it for ages man all the folk high up like in the newsrooms they would have known all, they would have known all about it that's a fucked up thing as well man all this stuff gets hidden yeah what do you think we can get back in these clips in a second i know we tangent it off but what do you think when i like the the further i look into this whole shit whether it's like the satanic suicide cult that seems to run everything and like the bot like not bill gates but like bill gates bosses these motherfuckers like georgia godstones like fucking we need to kill all the humans and all this shit like it seems like it's like aliens or demons or something like there's something aliens man or de- aliens and demons aliens. might be the same. Th- I'm into like interdimensional aliens, which is another word for demon. Yeah. But like, it seems yeah. like there's some fuck. And you know, like I talked to Ike, it's the lizard people, according to him. But like, how? Mm. Like, I- it's do, do, like, would you agree that it is not a? It's not evil humans. There's some. There's something way older, ancienter, and darker that's pulling the fucking strings. It seems like. I think. I, th- I think it's. Personally, I think it's human greed times evil equals this. It's like, you know, the whole Gnostic principle of human, like, the the goodness in human gets sucked out in order to feed some different devil. They've got that whole thing about um, the, what are they called again? Those, uh, the aliens, the grey aliens and all that. The greys, pretty much, but they, they feed on humans. The greys are androids. Turn... I, I, they might be, by the way. Like that's another <laughs> thing, man. Biological the, androids. How... Yeah, like because I'm. I I don't think it like like I don't think it's. I'm not as into the alien ideas in 3D space as much as I am. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I was raised Christian, and I kind of like went away from it for a while, man. But like. Lately, dude, it yeah. seems like there is some fucking spiritual warfare going on. Yeah. Hardcore. One hunt, mate. There is, no matter what anyone else says, man, there is a definitive good and there is a definitive bad. Yeah. Like, there's good and evil in this There is good there. and evil. Yeah. And it, like, every single fucking film you've ever watched, people fight for good and evil. Most of the time, people end up being, and this is maybe a, a funny word to you, but they end up being in the grey zone where they're both good and evil at the same time. Yeah. Like... Almost everyone is. Over... Yeah, for sure, man. And... Until oh, you man. get possessed by the fucking clockwork elves. 
maybe maybe the majority of people are greys and they don't even know it <laughs> and they're sucking off other people to get whoa boy. have you ever had a uh <laughs> have you ever had like a supernatural encounter or like i don't know if you've ever dabbled with like hallucinogens or anything and you don't have to uh, tell me no, if not man, but like i can't i can't even smoke weed i get paranoid as fuck when i smoke oh weed. really Oh yeah, yeah. well, like I don't know. Like, I, like... I, I, there's certain chemicals and just practices and meditations and stuff. Yeah. In my personal experience, and some other people I know too, that like really put you in contact with uh, something else. DMT yeah, and no, mushrooms I... being the, two of the best examples of that. I think so, all that stuff's got genuine mild, mileage to it, and I think anyone that genuine what? doesn't think so mileage like it's there's something in there's something in the core of that that's probably true just speaking from personal experience like the most it was to the point and i've talked about this on the show before where like when i had like a the heart like when i tripped super hard and like had like a full life review and talked to god and all yada 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 yeah that that was like for like weeks afterwards real life was fake it was like Fuck and i would know what pe- i would know like i would know what people were gonna say after it was almost like everyone was me and i was like in this weird kind of it was gnostic in a way it was like i mean like this is reality is not real because what i experienced you know was so real that for weeks afterwards i was like everything was just totally fake because like I, I realized that like there's a way realer reality than what we currently occupy, and How do so you come like back from that. Do what? How do you like come back from that? It took a. It did. It changed <laughs> me permanently as a person. I'll tell you that. And I know people have had similar experiences. Like I, I don't know. It's there's. I guess what I'm getting at is like the. The spiritual realm is fucking real, at least in my experience. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I can, yeah. With if the spiritual oh, realm is real, then you would think like, yeah, there's probably, and I've had long term contact over years with the same entities and beings. After that, uh, wow. like doing mushrooms and For stuff. Holy and shit, man! Well, so I think like there, they, and, and I, and looking back on it, and I've. I think a lot of them aren't what they claim to be. I think there is a some of them are fucking evil. <laughs> well, let, let me pose this question to you: Do you think that they're actually different parts of your personality manifesting themselves in some form of um, some form of being? Like, if you, for example, humans, we talk ourselves up a lot, but humans are genuinely super complex creatures, and our personalities are so deep that it goes back millions and millions of years. Mm-hmm. So you wonder if it's a case of like, oh man, that just thinking about that brings me down into a completely different rabbit hole. You ever studied them, um, like, or heard about Carl Jung? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, the collective unconscious and how all the diff- all our memories and stuff are stored somewhere deep down. Acacia within... records, all that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. That's a completely different rabbit hole. And it's, it's uh, there's another guy, I, can't, I forget his name, but there's a British scientist that was going on more recently than Carl Jung uh, on morphic resonance. And he's kind of proven that, like, you, you know, when you like that feeling you get when you when you're like someone's watching me, 
Someone's looking yeah, at you, yeah. and then you look over, and there's somebody staring at you. Mm. Like there's eyes that. in the back of the head. That, that yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. There's that, but then like um, he takes it a step further, and he's. I haven't looked at it in a while, so I'm talking to my ass here, talking out of my ass here a little bit. But um, I think it's like something Sheldrake, Rupert Sheldrake, or Rupert. Something I don't know, but the scientist. I look. I look up after. He's fringe, but he's you know he's smart fucking dude, and he has done studies showing of like this kind of stuff morphic resonance it's like they uh there, there's a phenomenon that happens like when animals and humans pass down through yeah, genetics yeah. like they they pass down through genetics uh, you know if they can fly a bunch of stuff over uh, a bunch of little chickens or baby chicks you know and, yeah, and but, but then when they stuff. fly a hawk over then all the chickens freak out because they have that genetic memory yeah. But it goes beyond that. It's like what morphic resonance is, is, and and it's I, I don't have it in front of me, obviously, but I've the research seems to indicate that it's on a, every species has a collective unconscious, like a, mm. a almost like an internet, like a spiritual internet or like a um uh, some type of. No, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can, I get what you mean. So, like, it's, what, like, a, it's like, like a. What they did is they like it, they they taught like rats and mice how to work certain mazes and stuff. And mm. once the mice learned it on, you know, let's say for example, I mean, it, and it's been years since I've looked at this, but, it, the, but the, the that they would pass that down to the next generation, and they not even that. solve that same on mace. the other side of the world. The same species, what? the same species would know how to do it now. Holy fucking shit, man! Yeah. What? Yeah. So it's like the that, each each species have it has a uh, shared conscious, like subconscious, which goes back holy to Carl Jung. Shit. Yeah. Holy fuck! So it's like they would teach, they would, <laughs> like they would teach rats in in uh, or like you know flamingos. They did it with several animals, from what I remember, in you know wow. Canada, for example. And once they taught them how to do that. Within you know a couple of weeks, without being taught in China and Russia, they'd be able to do the same thing. That same species would. Wow, man! Ah, uh, that's that's crazy. I need to look more into that. Yeah, it's what, morphic what, resonance. What the, morphic resonance. Morphic resonance. Yeah. Morphic um. Resonance. It's. Uh, I think it's Rupert Sheldrake. I might be wrong on the name. I don't know, but yeah, that that so that I think applies to humans uh, for sure. But yeah, like I don't. Yeah. I, I I think um I think there's there's gonna be well <laughs> what what we have coming up in the next half a decade or less yeah. is gonna be fucking the well first of all it's been predicted by ancient religions across the world for a long time what we're going through now but also yeah, yeah. it's gonna be market, it's market. I mean we we are in epic epic fucking times. So I, I it's cool to live through, it's, uh, but at the same time, it's pretty fucking fucked. Ter- <laughs> I mean? it's, it's terrifying, like, but yeah, it's, it is terrifying. Yeah, but like that's yeah. and that goes back to like, w- like what I was saying with like re- experiencing this re- experiencing a higher, more real reality makes you, like this. You take uh, a step back. Yeah, because you realize this is like what we're going through is like it's important, and your actions and decisions mm-hmm. matter, and there is good and evil. But it's this isn't like the highest real reality. This is like yeah. a blip 
this is like a drop in the bucket yeah. of what exists out like this universe this physical 3 days 3D space we're in is not even 1% of 1% of 1% of what else there is out there. I'm not trying to say I know everything, but I am 110% sure that yeah, you, life doesn't end when you when your physical body does. That's I for sure know that. Consciousness so, is way too powerful to just disappear into nowhere. Right. Like you you can't expect you could not experience nothingness. So, like, and that's the whole thing about matter cannot be created nor destroyed. So where does your consciousness, where does that all that stuff go afterwards? Because, of course, it's chemicals and it's neurons and it's blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but at the core, yeah. at the core, there's something else, man, pulling the strings every now and then. Right. And I don't even think that people are, like, the, the reason I use every now and then is because for, like, 90% of your life you're not usually conscious you're doing like every you're in airplane mode all the time but when life really throws something at you shit hits the fan or you experience something beautiful that genuine part of your brain that's conscious switches on all of a sudden and you experience that fully like you're not in the moment most of the time and it's hard to be all the time yeah yeah well said it's it's it, when you get into like kind of like esoteric stuff like this, it's hard to like the the I guess the the closer you get to truth, the harder it is to put any of it into words. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's a hundred percent. Yeah, can I can't explain it's but it's a simple fact of I can't explain what the color orange looks like to you. You know, it's it's just it's orange. Yeah, so in that same way, you can't ex- you, you can't actually it. explain yeah. to someone. Yeah, you can't you can't explain to someone what you can't explain to a dead person what being alive is like. Just in the same way as an alien can't explain to you what it's like to go through time and space at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's uh, ah man, it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Well, shit. You want to play a couple more of these clips before I get out of yeah, here? Yeah, go back to it, man. Go mutants, man. That's what it. Aliens are mutants at the end of the day. <laughs> this is the radioactive town of Pripyat, and apparently there's. What's the name of that town? Uh, Pripyat. 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 Comrade Pripyat. Yes. Putin. It's just outside of Chernobyl. And apparently there's wolves and bears live in these buildings now. Apparently. And they're, mu- they're not mutated. They're changed. <laughs> there's no mutations. They're changes. They're changes. <laughs> Yeah, so I love the fact that he says they're living in these houses now. Like they've mutated to the point where they can stand upright and sit down on chairs and stuff like that. Uh, uh, Clip seven. On you go. Nuclear energy is the future then. I think it is. If this is the future, then we're fucked. <laughs> if this is the future, we're fucked. We're fucked. We're fucked. I love that. But that 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 was like the nuclear energy side of things. That we can maybe get into at a later a later date. Although we've kind of like, yeah, I think there's there's mileage in that because no one talks about nuclear energy. Why? Why do they not talk about it, man? Bring on the nukes. That's been my motto for a long time since I heard Paul Zigo talk about it. 
It's like his his uh, political doctrine is just bring on the nukes, blow yeah. the world up, just, fuck it. Just do it, man. Bring yeah, on the nukes. Point, I think he actually but then pronounces it bring on the nukes, O-R-N. Bring on the nukes. Yeah. Where's he from? Uh, his, I think he was in Seattle and then he lived in Louisiana, but he is he uh, is more of a meme than anything. But yeah, like I love the idea of it's just like it, th- those guys are atheists, uh, like uh, on they used to do drunken peasants and then now they do deep fat fry. Mm. They're atheists, they're very nihilistic, which is a, yeah. a viewpoint that I respect, but I don't subscribe to at all, not even close. But I respect the viewpoint mm. and I love the nihilistic viewpoint of fuck it. We had a good run. Bring on the nukes. Let's blow this shit up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if we made if we made it, then we might as well use it, right? You know, just sitting there in a dusty cupboard somewhere. But that—that's the thing. Is like that's what's Alex Jones has got that whole thing, doesn't he? Where he's talking about how aliens basically allowed us the blueprint for um, for certain. For certain weapons and certain technology, yeah, but it's kind of it's biblical, but it's also sci-fi. It's that's what I love about that theory. Is like, yeah, NASA gave up on outer space because they realized it's an empty wasteland, and they started exploring inner space, and they just pump they 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 pump astronauts, psychonauts, full of high-powered yeah. hallucinogens, and they go in and have meetings with extra-dimensional beings. Before I had heard about any of this, I was already having contact with extra-dimensional beings with high Fuck. doses of mushrooms. So when Holy I like shit. came and and yeah, and one of the what I well, the, this is a whole rabbit hole that's going to take a couple hours, so I won't get into it too much. But it's <laughs> it there there's um I don't trust I don't trust them. I don't trust them like I used to. Because, like you were saying, there is good mm. and evil. Like, mm. one of them, like, at first, it's all love and knowledge that I was getting, and then it became, like, yeah, m- moral relativism. And and these, and then mm. you start looking into the history of it, and, you know, the Aztecs were taking these same mushrooms, and they were sacrificing kids <laughs> on top of pyramids, yeah. chopping people's well, hearts out. There, we, there you go, man. That links it back to, like... What's they all collectively the hallucinated and saw this sky serpent Quetzalcoatl that they would sacrifice kids to. And it's just like, first of all, Fucking sacrificing crazy. kids is not a great thing to do. Second of all, it's a serpent, which is... Yeah, yeah. A- Adam and Eve. Yep. Ding, ding, ding. And, it, and Adam and Eve basically giving up their innocence to a serpent in order for knowledge, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. the Aztecs giving over their innocent children for knowledge. Fuck man. Yeah, and just the uh the fruit of knowledge of good and evil itself, I can relate to that. Like I think psychedelics like acid, uh DMT, mushrooms, like that is I think what the book of Genesis was talking about with the knowledge of yeah. good and evil because it's almost like going from being like you're on autopilot all the time my entire life and then once I tried mm. that on a, at a high dose, it was like you be yourself. Yeah, you, you become self-aware to a level that you never mm. thought possible, which is good. It's good in a lot of ways, but it's also like <laughs> ignorance is in another way. Ignorance is bliss, right? Yeah. <laughs> like you don't. Yeah. Like some, the, sometimes it's like because uh, now because now you know what right and wrong is. The you know the knowledge of good and evil, 
And now that you've it's a, like, it's a button. and now you don't have an excuse. <laughs> now you're not just operating yeah. blindly. Now you don't have a fucking excuse. So you really have no excuse to fucking yeah. fuck up. <laughs> man, it's heavy. But that's but for me that, in my opinion, man, that's what life's all about. Really try to like, even if it's the f- fucking worst thing to do, if it's the like, you do good, even if it's potentially. If it's bad in the short term, it'll be good in the... Lo- I don't know. Bye. But he- here's a question for you, though. Would you consider... Not so much, like, shrooms and stuff like that, because that's more organic, but LSD, like, synthesised, would you consider that a form of technology? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, and it's... 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 Uh, it's ergot is what like i guess essentially what it is which is a a mold Mm. or a fungus that grows on wheat like the the salem witch trials do we heard about that like Mm. um yeah the the water supply was potentially poisoned by this yeah yeah now they think it was the uh the bread they had was basically laced with lsd naturally yeah, yeah, I'm that. getting fucked up, my bros, killing some fucking. <laughs> but yeah, no, and and you you said uh, even weed makes you like what paranoid? Is that what the word you use? Yeah, man, I overthink. Like, yeah, it was fine the first couple of times, but then it was getting to the point where I was like, I've I've had the oh, same. Gotta thing, lay yeah. off the weed, man. <laughs> you know what's weird is I've like weed never made me like overthink or be paranoid until I tripped really hard. Mm. It's like it opened up a whole new world, but at the same time, I think that's like super good for you to do to have that. Ex- yeah. like, I think it's good to be uncomfortable and go outside of your comfort zone, whether it's wh- whether it's like visiting a new place that you've never been to, or hanging out with new people, mm-hmm. or just you know getting too high. <laughs> I think those yeah, that, I, I, it can be really yeah, good for you. Yeah, like. I- it's it's on the more like tame list of tame side of all the the drugs you can do. But when I smoked weed, man, it, it definitely I changed as a it was quite as sort of in a pivotal point in my life as well. Where I was like leaving high school and all that, and truly understanding the weight that you carry in the world and all that shit. So I was like, when I smoked that, it definitely changed me as a person. And the mm-hmm. weird thing was. The first couple of times I smoked it, it was absolutely fine. And then I think the problem was is that like one of the worst times I smoked at a party once. And it's not a party. It's, you can't do that, that shit, man. When you're young, you think you can, but <laughs> you don't smoke and then go into a party where everyone's drunk and there's loud music and everyone's like up on such a... such a Like everyone's so extroverted, but at the same time you're just kind of like, oh, fuck this. Yeah. So you start like understanding everyone in the room a little bit in a different way, and you're just like, "Oh fuck this!" Oh man, yeah. So if I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no. So if I was to do it, it would be a case of like, yeah, not doing it, (laughs) not doing it in that (laughs) environment. Yeah, I, I I think uh, there's something to be said for Terence McKenna's method of only smoke weed like once every couple months yeah and by yourself in silent darkness but then like you find out like the 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 godfather terence mckenna of psychedelics and jan irvin when he was on uh he's he's been on rogan he was on the show he he, 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 he,
he pointed out. Uh, I don't know if it was on that show or, or something I heard him say before that. I don't, I can't remember. But Terrence McKenna, who pushed mushrooms harder than anybody, started having bad trips with mushrooms and wouldn't take them again, and yet he kept telling everybody to take them. Yeah, yeah. So there's I mean, that. There's that too, and you can't ignore that. Like there's it, there's definitely with psychedelics a definite uh, connection to MK Ultra mind control shit. So you have L- to like, LSD specifically. That's that's LSD how, for sure. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah like, so, that, that was the whole thing of Woodstock was potentially an entire MK Ultra. Um, like the, all the music that was playing, it was all like a mm-hmm. MK Ultra project, pretty much. Because Jim Morrison's dad these... was a military. How yeah, old? yeah. That, uh, Jim Morrison's dad was responsible for the Gulf of Tonkin incident that got us into Vietnam. Holy he's got his son. That shit, man. <laughs> and then he's got his son pretending to. Be anti, or I guess being anti-war. It, it's a um, anti-establishment. Yeah, it's and and he called himself the Lizard King. Yeah, taking peyote. There's yeah. there's definitely right. like look, look uh, on th- what, there's some there, the spiritual component to psychedelics. Can I really can't be ignored? And the mind control component too. I mean, Charles Charles Manson, right? He uh, yeah. he never took acid, but he had all his followers take acid, and he got him to commit murders for him. So. You have to keep that in mind with psychedelics. That's why I don't really recommend. I I used to evangelize people like when I first got into tripping, like early. I don't mm. even do it anymore. You know, like I haven't you know long time. But back when I was uh, taking mainly mushrooms, but I'd taken DMT and acid also. But when I was taking mushrooms, I was like, I would allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, politically nonviolently. <laughs> uh, I would I would. Uh, I mean, I would tell people like, "Yeah, you have this is you have to do this." But nowadays, man, mm. I I wouldn't recommend it to anybody because it's like it's something you gotta and and you can get there you can get there on your like. I remember there's a great yeah. there's a great clip you can get there without the drugs too. Like there's a great uh, clip of Alan Watts, who according to Jan mm. Irvin is also like CIA infiltrator guy, but I don't know. But uh, Alan Watts was saying like. He was pissed off when he first took acid. It's like, I spent 40 years studying with monks, meditating, doing all this, like, you know, introspective stuff to experience what they call Satori, which is like mm. the feeling and experience of being everything, being one with God, and something that I have experienced on when I took, you know, a lot, way too much drugs. Hallucin- mm. Um it, it, ego death, I guess, is another way to put it. Yeah, but, yeah. But he, uh, Alan Watts, is he, he kind of describes how he got pissed off because he was like, so <laughs> what I have spent 40 years finally learning how to do, <laughs> you can just do that with a, take it by taking a chemical. Yeah. He was like, what the fuck? And but uh, the thing... <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> nah, but the th- thing, thing is, though, is like, the the key word there being chemical, mm-hmm. and if it's a chemical is something that is synthesized. It's not natural. Therefore, the same well, you, the same emotion. You can do it with a mushroom feeling. too, which is natural. Mm, that's that's true. Oh, that's there, true. there's the uh, theory that the mushroom was uh, an alien. The spores. Yeah. Of the, yeah. It's like a came here on an asteroid or whatever. Uh, I like I like that thought. I yeah. love that shit, man. Yeah, that's if that's true, that is so cool. And it's, like, it goes back to the Stone Age theory 
Uh, it's like uh, yeah. the only reason that that hum- if you believe in evolution, which you know I'm on the fence about that, like I am a lot of things. Mm. But mm. if you believe in evolution, then th- like they can't account for the like doubling of the human brain size, and they can't account yeah, for how th- monkeys got smart enough and turned into people. And Terence McKenna's theory was they started eating mushrooms, psychedelic mushrooms. And there are studies that are for sure confirmed with it improves visual acuity. It approve it improves all kinds of stuff. Like they had they had people study or they had study like a not studies but what are the um, tests where they they have a yeah. bunch of lines on a page and stuff like that. Mm. And uh, they were like. They had people on mushrooms and then on a placebo, on magic mushroom like psilocybin, uh, cubensis mushrooms, and then on a placebo. Yeah. And the people that were on the placebo and weren't on the mushrooms thought they all looked like the same exact lines, but the people on the mushrooms were able to tell which ah. line was slightly, just barely crooked. So it, it improves Whoa. visual yeah. acuity. And it, and, uh, it, so it's it, like there's... it. And that's the best argument to think, like, if it improves visual acuity on a small dose, it prob like, the angels and demons and aliens you're seeing and out-of-body experiences you're having, uh, that might mean, when you take a high dose, that might mean that shit's real, too. Because it, mm. it does the opposite of what alcohol does. Alcohol dulls your senses. Yeah. It seems like weed, and especially psychedelics, enhance your senses. But, yeah, like I said, mm. like, this... It's so it's such a it's like skydiving like it's 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 that shit is riskier than uh I I was cocky yeah, back in my younger years I was cocky about uh psychedelics and I didn't understand the uh the risks cuz there's some things you never really come back from man Yeah I think so I've witnessed demon, demonic possession before not for me not oh, in my not shit, me man. but i think i've seen it happen to other people so were you high when you saw that no oh thank fuck could you imagine <laughs> oh my god man yeah but that's that's why i like to think of it as like it opens you up though. Of... that shit opens you up to the spiritual plane for sure yeah well your mind it seems to me the way that i've heard that like you explaining it and also like previously Loads of different other kind of, because I really I wanted to try all that stuff, man. But then I something held me back, so I done all this different research. But it seems like you, your existence is almost some form of portal for other mm-hmm. um, spirits, like yeah, like demons and aliens, all that. They uh, demons and, and angels, sorry. They can use your like you open something up and then. It's not really up to you to close it at that point. It's now open. It's there's a specific time frame of of like they've got a slight moment where they can try and get into your head and influence the way that you're yeah. going to act within the world because they can't influence it physically, but they can spiritually. Yeah, I think as like LSD mushrooms, DMT. I think that's those are like chemical Ouija boards almost. Ooh, that's a good term. Yeah, chemical Ouija boards. I like that. Yeah. Um, chemical. That's a yeah. Chemical Ouija boards. That sounds about right. And and like any any tool, it can be used for good. Like honestly, I think like it, as much as as much shit I talk about psychedelics nowadays, 
and like how they can be dangerous. I don't, I think Mm. at the same time, like I, without a doubt, I would be, I would not be the person I was if I hadn't have gone through like that, that phase of trying, because like it literally was like, before I tried mushrooms, I was like, not even, I, I was like an automaton. Like I was, I didn't Mm. even, it was like the, I didn't even, and and that, and everybody's different, you know, so I'm not saying this for everybody, but for me, like, it was like, I was on autopilot my entire life. And then all of a sudden I, it it was like, uh, I became like self-aware with mushrooms. Yeah. yeah, And and it's like, you only need to take, it's like, you take them twice, you know, or once or twice, like once a year, I think is like the, it's not like some, it's not like a, and, and, and they have all these studies too showing, you know, they work better than antidepressants, but instead of having to yeah. take them every day, like Lord you do antidepressants, you take them once a year. Yeah. So I'm not saying, I'm not anti-psychedelic by any means. There's definitely high benefits to them, but I also am cautious when recommending them because I think you can really open yourself up to some mm. alternate, uh, <laughs> some uh, off-world entities. Yeah. Nah, you're like, yeah. You turn, I, I, yeah, I like to think of like you do. You turn yourself into a portal, but you can't stop it. Because mm-hmm. how much of your brain do you really control at the end of the day? Like how this you have like everyone has impulsive thoughts and thoughts that pop out of nowhere, ideas and things like that. Like oh, that'd be a, like entrepreneurs get their best ideas out of fucking nowhere. They don't control the ideas that they have. So then you, yeah, then you put into that. Sh- yeah, Ex- well, exactly. You. I was talking you, to God the other day, and I said, <laughs> and he and he said, uh, uh. I said I was eating jalapenos. <laughs> I was eating jalapenos on the break. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what happens when you're in purgatory. It just all of a sudden you've been in purgatory for like thousands of years, and he just goes, uh, I was eating jalapenos. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Dude, I love like Alex. Alex will like literally it w- within the course of ten minutes on his show. He'll go from talking about like how good the chili he ate what he ate that day was, to talking about how uh, dreams are a an alchemical spiritual way to travel through time and talk to dead loved ones <laughs> and oh, and sh- solve the riddles of the new world order. It's like. It's like, nah. But then it'll go right back into like, yeah, and baked beans are great. Yeah, what type of <laughs> chilies is he eating though? What type of fucking chi- how spicy are those chilies, man? <laughs> fucking ghost peppers during the break get high as fuck off the hive, the, the spice of the ghost pepper, then come back, sit down. <sighs> man. Oh, yeah, shit. what? I, I had a dream like that once where I was like, I wasn't awake and I wasn't asleep at the same time, but it, it felt like my consciousness has been ripped out of my body and i just saw this super super white light like I, yeah it was weird Whoa. man i lay off the weed <laughs> and then i did i lay off the weed man i'm not going back for Wait, a while. okay elaborate on that what the fuck it was like so i've had it more it's weird i've had it definitely had it more than once but it's in a state of being awake you know, you have like, 
you'll be awake, you'll go to sleep, and you'll have a really vivid dream, dream, and then you'll wake up again, and then you'll go to sleep, but you can't tell whether or not in that little split second before falling asleep, if you're awake or asleep. Like, mm, oh, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, do, do you know what I mean? So you're, like, your mind is somewhat awake, but your body's completely numb. It's gone. Like, it's not complete sleep paralysis, because you're sort your your mind's still in a strange zone between being awake and conscious and being un- uh, like unconscious and all the weird shit that happens when that takes place. So I was in between that and I was trying to move, like I was trying to stretch out and stuff like that. But the bed was like sucking me under, man. And my ma- I was like trying to open my eyes and it felt like my eyes were rolling into the back of my head. And it was oh, like God. this bright light. It was weird, man. It's fucking strange. But it's like, it was, it was such a, I remember waking up the next morning and it was just, yeah, it was weird. It was cool, but it was strange. Damn. I'm sending that love at you right now. You know, I had a, I had a dream, uh, this was two nights ago now, and it was so fucking vivid. Like, and it, what made me like, the only reason I probably even remember it is because, uh, like that, like right when I woke up, I listened to Nick the Rat on the latest episode of Hog Story, and they were talking about dreams, and it made me like kind of like re-triggered in my mind the dream. Yeah, I had this dream like I was in this beautiful like cottage kind of cabin place, almost like not not quite a castle, but like just this like great like fancy. I guess a yeah. cottage would be a good word, but it was not, it was, it wasn't like a, it was a manor almost. A manor, yeah. And it was on this mountain, and like the wind, the views outside the windows on both sides were fucking exquisite. Like just like mountains mm. and as far as you could see, and just like, just like the best view ever. And it was v- super vivid. And it was me and my wife, and we were there mm. in this, in this house. And we were, like, having a party, and we were talking, like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, what time's everybody getting here? And then we started realizing, like, wait, who do we invite? And we were, like, wait, who? And it was, like, super, like, started off super positive, but then we were, like, who do we invite? Like, I don't don't remember who we even invited. And then we were, like, wait, who are our friends? And we started realizing, like, we couldn't remember anything. And then we were, like, wait, why are we even here? How did we get here? And we realized, like, we didn't even know how we got there. Who are friend, who anybody like what? we didn't know anything outside of just like like me and her, and so you were like conscious inside the dream almost, but but like not completely lucid dreaming. Yeah, no, I wasn't lucid because I've lucid dreamed. I've I actually used to be pretty good at that. I need to get. I've tried to get back into it, but I'm not. I I can do it sometimes, but I'm not as good at it as I used to be. But it was like it was why it was like it turned from like a great like blissful dream to like a nightmare pretty Mm. quick and it wasn't like a typical nightmare it was like um, existential yeah it was like because we it's like memory it was like just chronic memory loss and then it got to the point where like we we couldn't like there was we realized there was no door to get out of that cottage we were locked in there and and we were like stuck in there and we were like i and uh I haven't even told her about this. I need to tell her about it, bro. Nah, could you imagine she had the same dream? <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> we were, Man, that would set... <laughs> that would set off all the fucking, like... 
That oh, would send geez. you down a rabbit hole for years. That have would you send ever, you. Have you ever looked at, have you ever uh, in a lucid dream specifically, or even a regular dream, but mm. lucid dream mainly, have you ever looked at your reflection? No, but I have Whoa. flown. I mean, look at that face. If you look at your, <laughs> if you if you look at yourself in the mirror on a lucid dream, in a lucid dream, it is like ten times crazier than look at yourself in the mirror on like acid or really? mushrooms. Oh, dude, it's but like it, it- like when I lucid dream and I know I'm dreaming, like I avoid reflections. It's terrifying. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Like it's crazy. Like I've because I've I'm, I spent like probably an hour and a half, more than once on different hallucinogens, staring at myself in the mirror allegedly. <laughs> but like in a lucid dream, it's so it's like because you you see yourself you can like when you're uh, on acid or something or mushrooms like you see yourself maybe like grow devil horns or like grow angel wings or you'll see yourself age. To be like, yeah. you know, in your 90s all of a sudden, like rapidly, like age really fast, stuff like Fucking that. Hell. Or you'll like see yourself, even though you're not smiling, have just this crazy wild smile on your face when you're looking at yourself oh, in the mirror. God. That, that's just why you're tripping on hallucinogens, mm. not dreaming, looking in the mirror. But when you're dreaming, when you're dreaming, you're it's like that times 10. It's and was, like, did your face crazy. just morph and stuff like that? Oh, yeah, dude. It's like because I'm assuming your because you're mind's like, trying to. You never really see yourself in a dream, and like no. When you're and when you're lucid and you know it's a dream, dude. It's like I don't even know how to. It's honestly terrifying. It's terrifying. I need to try, man. I want to try that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I love lucid dreaming, but like, yeah, looking at your reflection is like people say, like when you're on acid, don't look at yourself in the mirror. And I don't really agree with that because I think you can learn a lot about your. You mainly learn about your insecurities about yourself, or yeah. your misconceptions Back about thing. yourself because, like, you visually see, like, your psychic uh, impression of yourself. Like, mm. um, but, but when it comes to lucid dreaming, it's like that just on steroids. It's wild. But anyway, so this dream that uh, in ended up like i i can't remember exactly how it ended i think i might have just woken up out of it once i got freaked out enough but like we had we were locked in and then we would like i would like be opening closets and like dressers and stuff and every time i would go to one it would be totally different inside so like shit was changing around on me and uh i didn't realize i you like at this point usually i would realize i'm in a dream but i i didn't realize i was in a dream this time and i was like fucking freaking out and i wanted i was like okay i'm gonna go like outside climb out this break the wind i broke the window i was like i'm gonna climb outside talking to my wife i'm gonna get help mm. and like climb down get these mountains help. Whoa. Like, <laughs> but you're in such a stunning area as well where it's like it's but such I, a juxtaposition i realized like once i left like our memory loss thing i realized like once i left that the memory loss oh. was like isolated to that like cottage or whatever or, or manor and so, mm. like, then she didn't remember who I was after I had left the building. Oh, fuck. And that Man, was, that's a cool, that's a brilliant dream. It's like Twilight Zone shit. It was terrible. That's that's a Stephen King novel. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> it was crazy. that's crazy. It was wild, dude. But the, the, What's a crazy dream the you've had? Um, oh, man. I had this dream once where I was, uh, so there was, like, I was washed up ashore. You know, in the, in the middle of a dream, you just wake up in the middle of, 
whatsoever. Well, like like you were saying, with there, you wake up and that's that's the place you're in. Mm-hmm. So I woke up on this shoreline of this small island, and all the rocks are super super jagged. Um, so as I'm being washed up by the uh, by the tide, I see a small bird that's been um, caught in a net that I that like. Almost like a lobster uh, cage that had floated up to the surface, and this small bird was was caught up and tangled in all the net. Cause it, so I, I sort of untangled it and stuff like that, and let it free, and it flew over to the small rocks and stuff like that on the jagged island, and then landed somewhere else. So I slowly worked my way up into the main part of the island. The coast was super jagged, but as you got further threw into the island it was sort of all all the rocks became smoother and stuff like that and there was this guy sleeping in the middle of the island and his head was like molded into the rocks that he'd been sleeping on so there was big like it was really oh weird God. i mean look at that face <laughs> exactly um and then he had a small fire good. next to him and uh what I, what i realized was that he was eating that bird that i'd just let go and he turned around to me and he started speaking to me. But what he was saying was coming out as like, he wasn't speaking words. It was small little um, logos and stuff like that that were appearing above his head that I could somehow telepathically understand. Ooh, and basically whoa, yeah. what, he was, he, what he was saying was is that all all art is bullshit, all science is bullshit and like just completely tearing apart sort of societal... It was weird, man. And I remember waking up from that, but it was a fucking false awakening. And I look above me, and there's like this weird ghoul <laughs> above my head. And then I woke up, and it was. What she look I'd like? Properly woken up. The ghoul above my head. Mm-hmm. It was like just a head, just the. It was almost floating, looking down on me. It had dreadlocks, and it was green. What like, color was her hair? I could see through it. They were all green, like the whole, mm-hmm. the whole skull and the face was green, and the dreadlocks were sort of hanging down, and and it, it was weird, man, like translucent green. So yeah, yeah, that, that was yeah a the weird false awakenings are crazy, and I've yeah. I mean like, <laughs> I had I've had sleep paralysis twice, and that shit freaks me out for sure. I know people. I, I've to talked have. to like a handful of people now, like over ten people that have had sleep paralysis, but with like a demonic entity with red eyes standing over their bed. I'm like, ooh, Ugh, that gives you the shivers thinking yeah. that shit. You understand? Yeah, <sighs> the demons. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm lucky enough. Never Open up your eyes, eyes, man. Like a new. Open up new... those red eyes, man. <laughs> yeah. New means like wake up, pinch myself. Yeah. Uh, Man, I don't, well, I got yeah, I'm running out of time here, but let me uh yeah, let's get through these uh I got two more haunting clips or maybe one hunting hunting not haunting. Yeah, do I'm uh, haunting yeah. It feels that way now. <laughs> haunting shit. <laughs> sloop. This a uh, couple this is happening again. Some of these when I click them they're 0 seconds long. Ah, fuck. Well, they were quite I don't know why that is. I think I was having to actually manually changed them to mp3 because the way it was they were playable for mac but if i'd sent them across oh, it would have yeah. been, yeah, well you so. I, I think i can uh i think my vlc media player could probably play any type of file like flack or 
MP4. Ah, or... fuck, that's right. Yeah, yeah, so the little cone one, isn't it? Like, that shit can play. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we can uh, pause this episode here in a minute and then just uh, record the second half later and put it up or whatever you want to do, man. Or, or we can just do nah, a part so, two. So it's just, uh, I don't think I've ever done an episode this short, but actually, we've been going longer than uh, I thought. We've been going about an hour and a half, so. Ah, that, no, that's I can put this out if you want. It's up to you. But uh, yeah, let me uh, let me see if this clip works. So after we shot at the boars, they ran into the forest, and me and Pella go running after them, and they're like, no, 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 no. If you go in there, it's called the Red Forest. It's the most radioactive place on Earth. And if you go in there, you're going to die. Right. <laughs> Kick ass. But that was going to be like my point in the, the episode. It's like, well, what the fuck's in that Red Forest, man? Yeah. What's it? Is there more on that? No. Well, there's loads more. Not in that video, but there'll be loads more like... Cause I mean, I want to know what the Red Forest is. Ah, there's a cliffhanger, man. There you go. Chernobyl is a scary place. Chernobyl? <laughs> Chernobyl is a... So Chernobyl? <laughs> what was that? Was that, Rock, was that Hulk Hogan saying that? Chernobyl is a Ch- scary place. Let me tell you, brother. Chernobyl. <laughs> Alright, I'll save uh, yeah, I'll I'll, all the uh, Puzzle of Family clips for next uh, show. We gotta do one in a couple days, uh, and I'll be yeah, more on. awake. But I do want to hear these Sam Hyde clips because I can't wait. They're good. They're funny, man. <laughs> nah, there's a really funny one about Tiananmen Square. <laughs> What'd you say? I'm sorry. There's Tiananmen really Square. Fly. Play them, play them. Yeah, play them. I'm just going to play them all through back to back. Just in time for the chaos. <laughs> oh, will you marry me? <laughs> if you want the perfect woke. Oh, shit. Uh, the laptop's already locking up on me. I gotta reboot this bitch before Hog Story. All right. Yeah, uh, fair man. There's a couple of good nuggets of Sam Hay Golden there, but yeah, that was good talking to. Just in time for the chaos. Oh, will you marry me? Oh, will you marry me? <laughs> if you want the perfect woke waifu who is down with your cause, is this? This is from the uh, the uh, what was that the, where he's standing Black in the water? One. Yeah, the standing yeah. in the water. He's talking about like all the white women talking about George I got, Floyd. I got, that's, that's that what video I was is so good, dude. That video is hilarious. I, I I used the uh, like a couple clips from that in the past for the show. But this is what, what I'm saying about Sam Hyde, man. He's like a clip gold man. Oh, dude, he's just so yeah. Many... yeah, he's. I mean, I have. I I think like. Outside of Alex Jones, I think Sam Hyde is probably like the second most used clips on on this show. Yeah. Like Sam Hyde is like, is uh yeah, you know that cheese we tried that I liked. I couldn't remember what figure out what it was. It was Swiss cheese. <laughs> if you want the perfect woke wife, yeah, this is the one where he's like, uh, if you, if if you want to, uh, <laughs> it's like it. You need to abol- we need to abolish guns, but to do that, we need guns to enforce the abolishment of guns. And to yep. accomplish yep. this, we need more than uh, logic or reason. We need a big, fat, beautiful, <laughs> tight pussy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want a perfect, woke waifu who is down with your cause? Fucking go find a man with Asperger's. <laughs> Check out that chemtrail up there. 
Wait, what was that? What was that? Really chemtrail one is separate, separate clip. Oh, they got yeah. to check out that yeah. chemtrail up there. Yeah. <laughs> now is a uh, probably a really bad time to be making extremist type jokes. <laughs> I was the one at Tiananmen Square that stopped the tank. COVID two novel coronavirus two C A one. Uh, they, that's what you got to call it um, to impress people with technical jargon, make it sound like it's some sort of thing that's way scarier than the flu. COVID two novel coronavirus two C A one. That's what you got to call it um, to impress people. With technical I think you doubled up on that one. Some sort of thing that's <laughs> way scarier than the flu. Oh, uh, dude, those, the, I'm gonna steal those. The, I'm gonna steal those. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna be using those clips. The the Tiananmen Square one is fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> yeah, that. That's why the left are so afraid of Sam Hyde, man. He stopped the tanks. He stopped them. I still can't believe fucking CNN reported he did the Parkland shooting because it was going around on Twitter. They're like, we're coming in, it's Sam Hyde. (laughs) It's like, oh, God. (sighs) Well, it was good for him, though. He got some exposure off that. Uh, Have you seen seen all of a million, like, uh, the six episodes they did before Adult Swim canceled them? (laughs) No, I haven't. Oh man, we, yeah, I I had to buy it. Like it, it, you can't. It's yeah, it's hard to find. I had to end up buying it because they. But there, yeah, there's some good stuff. Sam Hyde's in blackface. So. Oh god. There's also like oh. a. And then there's another one where they're like all Asian in the intro. It's like. <laughs> I think uh, Sam, Sam Hyde went on like a massive rant about that. Like it was like child pedophilia around. A pedophilia rings and adults from and all that shit or whatever. Like he went off on them because he cancelled that. But I also can't blame them for cancelling it either. You know, it's like yeah, it was like only Trump so much had just got elected and everybody was freaking out. And it's like, oh, there. It, it, uh, a good insight into that is um, I, I put it in the show notes a couple episodes ago. I can't remember which one it was, but the, uh, Sam Hyde is talking to the buzz this buzzfeed reporter hmm. he's like the buzzfeed reporter's like yeah it, it's like one of the reporters that got him canceled it's like what uh washington post and buzzfeed got million dollar stream canceled for off adult swim because they said like oh they're all right trump supporters but they're like uh same uh, i'm looking at your uh <laughs> your uh on, on the million dollar stream subreddit and uh it's uh post signed by sam hyde and uh you're talking about like some pro-trump stuff and this is like right after trump won the election it's like brilliant uh i don't run my social media or reddit that's uh my assistant (laughs) (laughs) is that that the video and he's taking the absolute piss out of the guy yeah yeah, he's he's like i got he's got the buzzfeed reporter on speakerphone it's like uh he's like sam are you a member of the alt-right and he's like adult night what is that (laughs) <laughs> is it an interactive theater art piece <laughs> just like uh, it's like a 15 minute amazing, phone call and he's just fucking with it. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to find that and send it to you but so yeah dude we, we definitely have to do this again soon and I'll uh, I'll be uh, yeah. I, I'll, I promise I won't be so deliriously tired next time I'll come with a more structure like in terms of the clips and that because it's the first time I've ever done it um Oh, so hey, by the way, like, while people are, I don't know how many people are listening because I didn't really announce it ahead of time, but is your, uh, I was trying to, I went back to your podcast website and it's gone. Unless, yeah, no, I, I put it on hiatus at the minute. Okay. One, because it's like, I don't know, I found it actually 
pretty difficult to try and do a podcast like just by myself because yeah, it's hard. It's different when yeah. you can. Yeah, you can't. You can't riff with someone else and like discuss ideas. And the second was just because I was like, we can't be doing money on it, but I wasn't. Exactly, or uh, that uh, Larry from that Larry show. Right. He's fucking amazing, man. Larry's His great. podcast is is so good. But the, the yeah, other Billy thing is, does a great one too. It. Like, uh, but it's yeah, you know, it's like it's when like I did. Uh, I think I've done two episodes by myself, but it's like without. Cl- I did it with clips, so it's like if you have clips, you can at least yeah, you know, not have to talk can- for straight, but like you know the. The solo podcast works great with what Darren does and and Larry and mm. Billy Bones, which is like twenty twenty five minutes, thirty minutes. Yeah, and they and they propose like a serious um, like Billy Bones. He he'll propose a, diff- a bunch of different questions, um, but like Larry and and like he Larry specifically will he'll tell like stories from his life and stuff like that, and then Darren, of course, he'll it's like he'll sort of di- actually dissect what's happening in the media. He also done a brilliant one. About like the, I think it was Lay's, like the guy that introduced all these different um, flavors to Lay's and telling his story, and then, aye, doing a solo podcast is, if you've not got the, some form of, not script, but what you want to talk about pinpointed down, then it's quite difficult. After yeah, I did. Anyway. I did it. Uh, Noah got COVID like episode two of the show, so I had to do their our cocaine mm. episode by myself. That, I think that I was like, good. like Charlie Sheen's a fuckhead, man. Oh, like, dude, fuckhead. I loved. I really hope that uh, he's not a pedophile <laughs> because. Did you? Are you de- nah, I'm sorry. He's definitely. He's fu- He's such a fucking pedo, by the way. Uh, Did you know not. that? Dude, he, but he was like, a, he was like the original 9/11 truther, and he's so funny, like off the cuff. <laughs> that I just, I don't want to believe it. Yeah, fair. I'll tell you, one thing that you can believe though. It's quite funny. Is. He had sex with a woman this one time, and she kept asking him if he had HIV. <laughs> and he was like, "He was like, no, nah, I don't have it. No, nah, I don't." So he fucked her, and as soon as he was done, he turned and went. By the way, I've got fucking HIV. <laughs> and then, and then apparently, apparently after it, she asked why, and he was like, "Cause it's why? Why didn't you tell me?" And he went, "Cause it's none of your fucking business." I don't know, man. I was banging seven gram rocks and finishing them because that's how I roll. I have one speed. I have one gear. Go. Go! I'm getting pissed off with it this is. fucking. I I, I turn off on, on the IRC chat. I turn off notifications, mute all notifications every time, and somehow the notification noises still come through. Like what the fuck? Nah, oh, man. I, I don't. I don't know how that how that side of it works. I just <laughs> troll. I just troll, baby. Hey, can you? Uh, okay. Before you leave, I can you say one thing for me? And don't. I hope this isn't racist. All right. Can you say they can take our lives, but they'll never take our yeah. freedom? <clears throat> they can take our lives, <laughs> but they can never take our freedom. Hell yeah. That's the show closer. There we go. I sold out my entire country. You're welcome. Thank you. This must be a fashionable fight. It's drawn the finest people. Where is thy salute for presenting yourselves on this battlefield? <laughs> I give you thanks. Hello, Mel Gibson. To join it, you get me. Uncancelable. Scotland. (laughs) Scotland. Dude, did you did you see did you see uh holy shit uh machete kills not machete but machete kills with Danny Trejo? No, wait, what Um, was this? 
Oh my god, you have to see this movie. I was trying I'm trying to get Blueberry to watch it. It's fucking it's okay, so it's it's Danny Trejo, mm-hmm. uh Jessica Alba, and who's hot. And then uh yeah. and then it's uh Charlie Sheen is the president and Mel Gibson <laughs> is the bad guy. Mel Gibson's the bad guy. It's so good. Don't watch What's the trailer. A, a Don't watch the trailer. Just Machete Kills. There was a Machete that came out before that with Danny Trejo and Jessica Alba, I think. But Machete Kills is the one you want to watch. You don't have to watch the first one. Just Machete. Machete Kills. Machete Kills. Machete. Machete. All right. It's so fucking good. It's like a... it's is it, like is it a, so good? It's it's so bad. It's good, or it's like yeah, so, but it's like it's intentionally bad. It's like I mean, they ah, just set out okay. to make like the cheesiest movie ever. And fucking Charlie Sheen is the president, and they call him because uh, you know his uh, his brother is Emilio Estevez. Yeah. So, so in Mach- in uh, Machete Kills, in the not just the intro, but in the in credits, they don't credit him as Charlie Sheen. They credit him as oh, Carlos no. Estevez. Oh no! It's so good, and then like Mel Gibson's like fucking running around with a lightsaber and shit. Oh man, you got it's just so good. That sounds fucking crazy. It's good, really good. And the best is your army. Why does it go? We didn't come here. I never to understood fight the blue that. face paint. Uh, I mean, it's something you do uh, when you go down to the pub. But it's just. <laughs> It's like something you would do at the Super Bowl. <laughs> Pretty much. Sons of Scotland! I am William Wall. It's racist if anyone else does it. <laughs> you know what's another good uh, movie with Mel Gibson? Was, the pa- was it The Patriot? Is that the one? Where he's like... Uh, man, I like don't know, man. I'm actually when it comes to films. It's like... Uh, it's like Mel Gibson's like, uh, like in George Washington times. His family gets killed by uh, the British, and he fucking just starts wrecking British people. It's <laughs> oh fuck, Mel like Gibson. Do you want know to of- you know the funniest, the funniest thing about that? Mel Gibson's like a fucking he's fucking Australian, which is part of the British colony, playing a guy that was part of the <laughs> British colony and overthrew the British. Australia fucking never overthrew the. Well, they did a wee bit, to be fair, but they're still under the technically, in quotation marks. Part of the British colony, same as Canada. Uh, fuck Canada. Yeah, fuck Canada. It's, it looks good from the outside, but when you actually start hearing stuff from the inside, <laughs> you're like, "Holy shit!" That like North Korea. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't sound too good. William Wallace. William Wallace is seven feet tall. <laughs> yes, I've heard. He kills men by the hundred. And if he were here, this he scene is not as good as I remembered it being from when I was a kid. It's true though. It, it, that's true. That's I seen that happen. <laughs> I met. Uh, I met. How does Mel Gibson do a, a better Scottish accent than you do? How's that work? I'm, uh, just, kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna. I don't know. I couldn't think of something snappy to come back. No, Mel Gibson's Scottish he accent Scottish. kind of sucks. He, he wishes he was Scottish, man. Uh, co- not, do Count Dracula is like your guys's? National treasure. So good. So good. I love him. He probably got fucked up though, man. Like, actually charged with stuff. Had to pay money for saying for saying something. I just yeah. want to get to the point where Mel Gibson says about the lives and the freedom. Throw some lightning from his arse. Throw some lightning from his arse. 
I am William Wallace. I mean, look at that face. <laughs> it's blue. <laughs> His face is blue. In defiance of tyranny. I was eating jalapenos in the bake. And three men you are. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? This reminds me of when Aragorn does the speech before they go into Mordor and Return of the King. But Aragorn did it better. Yeah, way better. Fight and you may die. You may die. Love. You may die. You may die. At least a while. It's like such an over exaggerated. I'm dancing. dying in your beds. Many years <laughs> dying. From now, would you be willing to train all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our like that they may take our lives, lives, but they'll never take. That's not how you open a can of pickles. <laughs> it's just one can of pickles in the battlefield. They all rush to. <laughs> There's never, never in the history of grocery stores has there been a can of pickles. It is a jar of pickles. Nah, that uh, that that's why uh, Alex Jones is controlled opposition, man. That's why you will pay. <laughs> so let me as succinctly and calmly as I can explain what's currently happening. I'm gonna go to break. We're gonna come back, but 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 first, I'm gonna go to break. I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna go to break. We're gonna come back, but 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 first, that's not how you open a can <laughs> of pickles. <laughs> wow, I was eating jalapenos during the break. That doesn't sound too good. <laughs> and all I can tell you is, holy shit, that this is bad. 